Ramble. Quantum of Go Solace. Quantum of Solace. <laughs> Go finger. That one's, one. that one's gotta be top five. I don't know why this is hyping me up. Eugene looks <laughs> <excited>. dead. <laughs> Eugene looks like his soul has left We're his body. We're top five. Here we go. I'm just hyping myself up, Bring man. us in, Eugene. Right, one for each Bring us in. movie. Hey guys, it's the tripod. It's Zach, Ned, Keith, Eugene, Miles. Here we are. Yeah! <laughs> We're feeling good. We keep good. talking about Bond songs. So, uh, elections coming up, world's on fire, <laughs> everything is terrible. We said we would keep so, uh, it So, here's, uh, here's your fucking comedy podcast, here we go. Well, Miles asked Eugene time. to open it. Yeah, here we go. myself. Here we are. Right before the podcast the started, hell? Eugene said, look, I think that our job, we're the comedy podcast. <laughs> we're going to be the light. We're just going to be some fun. It is a, it is a th- something, Eugene, We have you and I have been talking about. The closer we get to the election, the mm-hmm. more fatigued we are thinking about and talking about the election so i think we just all want to do anything else right now yeah we're also releasing tons of content in our other areas that are constantly talking about the election well just this week well this week but also on our social media that's it's, true it's quite it's quite a it's a getting a little grueling but it's worth it but i think in the tripod this is a space to let yourselves relax. You got GOTV, baby. Yeah. Get out of the vote. Yeah. Yeah. Vote it out, girl. I what got my I ballots say? yesterday. I was worried they <laughs> oh, weren't coming. Yours. I was worried they weren't coming because it said they mailed them to me on October 5th. Uh-uh. And then it said they mailed them out October 7th. They didn't have them. And today was the 14th. I'm like, they're not coming. And then you know what? They came. You know, it's terrifying. Mm. Someone broke into the mailbox in my building. I live in an apartment <gasps> complex. Whoa. So they, they opened it up and all Federal the mail criminal. was taken. Yeah. Which I was like, why the fuck you want my mail, dude? Like, maybe steal my Amazon boxes. Maybe. I mean, if they know you're the host of the tripod, <laughs> you, you get those free goodies in the mail from That's the true. sponsors. That's true. I get my underwear That's, and all that. Honestly, they don't even have to pay me sometimes. I'll I just get it. it for the free stuff. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was terrified. I'm like, oh my God, like, did my ballot get stolen? Did Lindsey Graham fly to Los Angeles and steal my <laughs> ballot personally? He's like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how the Grinch stole the election. <laughs> That's a movie I would watch. Wow. Ooh, yeah. I feel like Lindsey Graham's like Boss Nass from Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're gonna do comedy today, yeah? Yeah. yeah what the fuck good. did I'm, I just say? I'm not not doing. You just literally today. made me think about like voter <laughs> suppression, but, but what's also, happening in Texas, lawn lines in Georgia. Boss Nass. No yeah, one gives a fuck about what happens in California. Nass. We already know. No one's, steal, no one's stealing our ballots. We should have peace. That would be funny if Lindsey Graham said, Misa, have peace, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Misa, have peace. What will make you happy, Eugene? Let's, oh, uh, we, we've steamrolled your sadness, and I feel bad. I, people should be allowed. We talked about that all last week. People should be allowed no, to be. No, come on, guys. Last week was the episode where we were in, all in our feelings. We got to bring it right, right. back. So we are is... Webby Award-winning comedians. Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. I went to New Mexico, not old Mexico. Oh, whoa. And let me tell you, I saw a lot of Border Patrol police. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I had to pass through. <laughs> 
said we were going to be the ha ha well, laugh em up I podcast. I thought that would make you us did laugh. So many Escapism. other things on your well, on your on your trip. <laughs> well, the I, one thing you bring up is that you saw border control agents. I patrol. First of all, they don't control the border. They it's patrol not paw it. control. I, I Wait, it's not expect... border patrol, not border control. Yeah, patrol. I'm pretty sure it's border control. I mean, they might control, but they're <laughs> no, supposed not. to patrol. Yeah, it is. When you go to the airport, it's like you go to border control. Border <laughs> patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to show my passport to border control. Well, I've got just the perfect thing to cheer Eugene up, gang. Uh, Keith, check your email. What? I sent you a secret email that somebody wrote in to have be read on the podcast. Eugene, you're really going to love this one. It's a cutie, and they are in middle school, and this is about the dance. Keith? Ooh, I'm ready, too. It starts cute. It starts cute. You ready? I, I don't know that I am. My secret name is Sandy Andy. Whatever you guys decided, it's Sandy Andy Oh, now. yeah, my people. You guys are my first choice for this rant. It has to do with boys and dances. So in my school, wait, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I will say that it's overly expensive because it's the top school in Vancouver. And it's written with all the goofy ups and downs, capitals. And we're always competing with York House. Ugh. Did I tell you my school is all girls? It is the drama that happens when you put a school of over 2,000 girls together. Anyways, my school goes K to 12, and this is my last year before high school, and grade 7 is literally the best grade ever. You get to do all the school assemblies. You get to organize sports day. You get a special going away assembly and a special sash. (laughs) You are allowed to order the kids around. And the main thing, you get to go to socials with all the boys' school. Is that and something the sash unlocks? You get to boss people around with yeah. it? Yeah. I think so. And you get to dance with boys. What? I haven't seen a boy since preschool. <laughs> <laughs> because of the way our all-girls schools works. And I don't do any out-of-school extracurriculars. My question to you is... How do I go to dances without freaking out? What are they like? And what are boys even like? Are they gross? Do they smell weird? I haven't seen one in forever and I'm not even kidding. What do you wear? What happens at the dances? Do you even dance? (laughs) There's a lot of questions. Help me. I'm I'm ready for this question. Okay, Keith, go. And I have a good experience because I worked at an all boys camp. Oh. And at that all boys camp, as as a counselor, Did they we asked all... the same questions. Well, no, but we went to an all girls camp and I literally was to like do a dance. And I literally was standing there with the boys and girls on either side of the floor this like is, it was a movie. This is a movie. And moment. I, I love it. grabbed one of the female counselors from their camp <gasps> and had to break open the dance floor so that it would like lessen the mood. And then they uh-huh. all were dancing and it was like so adorable. It was like in heavyweights that scene where they're like not sure and then they're all doing it and also while i saw a boy and girl kissing you know what i did not stop them yeah. <laughs> i was like they're fine it's time you, this is where kids they all they were doing was kissing you gotta let them kiss have a little kiss kiss <laughs> you have a little growing up memory i kissed a girl at a camp and I liked it. <laughs> I and, kissed a girl at camp and I liked and it. And I'm telling you, girl, guess what? This first dance is going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. You're going to see somebody cry. 
You're I, <laughs> absolutely, you are. And you're going to see. What are they going to be crying about? Oh, I don't know. A misconnection. You know, you're going to think that you're going to fall in love. And maybe you will. Probably you won't. But you know what? I would say go in and grab a couple girls and go up to a group of a couple guys and ask everyone to dance together. Mm. Lessen the stigma of advice. one at a time. And then you will naturally break out into one-on-one -on -one dances. But that first step of going up to a single boy and asking them to dance is intimidating. And guess what? They're intimidated too. Everybody's freaked the fuck Everybody's out. Everybody's freaked the fuck out. <laughs> it's scary as shit. Those boys also haven't seen a girl since preschool. And at this point, they don't even know what makes boys and girls different. I can almost guarantee that the boys at this dance are going to be more freaked out than she is. They're going to be all in their head being like, oh, do I, is it, mm -hmm. how do I do, what do I do with my body? Because they got these crazy hormones flying around. They're, they can't no. control themselves. I have no point of comparison, but yeah, as a middle school boy, I was definitely freaked out. And I like, would say yeah. pop music has gotten a lot sexier than when I was <laughs> yeah. a child. And I, I remember when they were saying, like, if they, uh, all, I kind of think that some of those crazy parents were right when they were like, if we let them sing about this, who knows what they're going to be singing about next? And now we are singing about wet ass pussies. And I guess, you know, maybe they were right, but I'm not against it. Right. I'm just saying, yes, they were right. It did get sexier and sexier and sexier. I don't know, man. I was dancing to Genuine's Pony as a kid. That Oh, I guess that right came Men yeah, were singing about their dicks all that's the true. fucking uh, yeah, time. That's true. As a middle schooler, I thought that was about horses. I also didn't quite get it. <laughs> Every, I mean, I remember my mom singing, uh, was it, is it a Flo Rida song about, like, I want to blow your whistle, babe? And not realizing that it was just a blowjob song, like mm. singing it around the house. We're totally constantly ignorant about how dirty our lyrics are. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I want to lick, lick, lick you from your head to oh, your toes. Yeah. Oh, wow, it's that like, one is nuts. That could mean anything. You guys can dance to from the windows to the wall. <laughs> well, eventually, yes. yeah. Yeah, my mean, neck, that was, my crack. Yeah, it was always dirty. Except that it was always was it was always muted half of the song. So it'd be like mm -hmm. from the window to the walls to the wall to the sweat drop down my. Oh, these crawl. Oh. <laughs> 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 and the one, you know, naughty kid yells it out loud. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Young skeet skate, as long skate. as he can. Corey, stop. Skate, skate, Corey. Skate. <laughs> you ever have a kid who literally just said skeet, skeet in the hall? Because I 100%. did growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> skeet, skeet. <laughs> <laughs> skeet, skeet. It's like a pretty cool thing to do. It it's was like pretty popular. <laughs> it's very similar to the yelling out penis on the bus. Mm -hmm. penis. penis, 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 penis game. I got one more thing for Sandy Andy. What you got? And I love your advice of like dance with your friends and try and dance with another group of, of friends, boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, not your boyfriends, just friends who are boys. Oh. But like, I I would say don't measure the success of the dance by whether or not you get a one on one dance. Like, go in there for fun. And go in there for fun it's with like, your friends. Sounds like sleep no more to me. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is familiar with sleep no more, but part of going to sleep no more is you get one-on-ones with cast members. I don't know. My mind has been thinking about sleep no more because I'm worried it'll never exist any again. But go back to the dance. Anyway, sleep no more is a, 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 an amazing theatrical experience in New York. Who knows if it'll ever exist yeah, so again? Unless someone grabs you and brings you into a dark corner and shows you a little dove in their hands. Yeah. Um, You're just watching the orgy scene over and over. Yeah. yeah.
Which is we're getting off <laughs> our base for more. Not like a not middle a school dance. I think you should Anyways. go there for fun. It's and don't yeah, don't and come like, up with these like you have to check these boxes for it to be a success. Put yourself out there, have a good time, and just try and enjoy yourself. There's also snacks. There's yeah. conversation. Hell yeah! You can like get like real hopped up on Sprite. What were you guys oh, like yeah. at dances when you were a kid? Because I was terrible at them and very nervous. I assumed I was fantastic. <laughs> I think I went in with way too much confidence and I would definitely like dance hard. <laughs> Not good dancing, hard, hard dancing. Yeah. Like, I would dance so much I got real sweaty. But would you dance with girls? Yeah. I was mm -hmm. I was pretty pretty confident about approaching girls and dancing. What my mom forced me to do this ballroom dancing class. Oh my god. Which was embarrassing at the time. But one thing they made us do in that class was like go up and like ask individual people to dance like guys and girls would both like you it would be like basically they get all the girls in the line <laughs> all the guys in the line and then it would be like all right everybody find a partner yeah and uh you know that was like i don't know just practice at then when you're in the school dance it's like well okay just walk up and ask somebody to dance and if doesn't work out. Doesn't work out. Yeah. Eugene was was grinding in your middle school as big as it was in mine because it was crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, we had a lot of grinding. We had grinding, but we had you know we're in the south, so we also had country music. So there was a oh. lot of like people did line dances. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you had like Walk the Line by Shania yeah. Twain uh -huh. that came on. Everyone did the same line dance. How does everyone know the dance? Because it's a line dance. Somehow, what you does just, that mean? You just, just know them. it. What it's just like, about? yeah, it's like you a cultural thing. It? It's in the water. Yeah. You just know yeah. it? It's like you how you know, the you know the electric slide, and once you've been to one party that does it, you know the dance. Cha-cha now, y'all. Also, yeah. I would say 90% of line dances are comprised of the exact same moves in different orders. Yeah, so like step, you step, can very cross over, heel, toe, turn. It it's like yeah. a grapevine, a couple mm -hmm. lean forwards, lean and backs. And then repeat it four different directions. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty easy. And if you don't know it, you can pretty much fake it. But that's kind of what's great about... I think Sandy Andy has a very different situation because yes. she is an all girl school. Yeah. The fact that she has never seen a boy for years, <laughs> years. <since> preschool, <laughs> that changes things because you do get a little bit of the um, dumb, antiquated gender politics as a child when you are with girls on the playground and with mm -hmm. boys and you're like, oh, they're gross, they have cooties, oh, mm -hmm. but I kind of like them, oh, but you know, you, you get some of that education that. Certainly doesn't carry over until cootie education. Yeah, I mean, really, uh, honestly, the 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 Cutie the thing about looking back on it, all that like really doesn't matter. Really, until you're like maybe out of high school, you start getting your bearings. But even like in your twenties, you're still pretty stupid. But but I would say here's some like hot tips, Ooh. especially for dance. Hot tips with Eugene um, for seventh grade girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh and this is for, actually, this is not for seventh grade girls. This is for life. Wow. wow. Hot tips with Eugene <laughs> for life. Girls. <laughs> dance circles. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You see a dance circle? Yeah. You get it. It's a safe space. Yes. Now, on is top it? of, yeah. Oh, dance yeah. circles are great. Is it but, a safe space? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you all stand in a circle and dance towards the center. Now, here's uh, what makes dance Zach's circles. thinking of the ones where someone goes in the center and then everyone watches No, no, that's them. that's part two of my tip. That's yeah. definitely not a safe <laughs> not space. Not a safe space no, no. for me. <laughs> that's the, the thing opposite. is you, you can't be bad. You, are, you never have to go into the circle. You can always be part of the circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The best part of that is if you have a friend in your friend group who is a center circle person. Which yes. is you. Which is me. Which is Keith. This advice is coming from someone who's an incredible dancer. But <laughs> it is no, very good right. to either have a 
great dancer or a very outgoing clownish person as a friend uh-huh. because then you and the other people who join the circle start talking to each other about that friend. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start talking to other people. It's yeah. a very easy way mm. to start chatting someone up because they'd be like, oh, who's that? And they'd be like, that's Keith. That's oh, true. I think yeah. some great advice in there is that even if you're part of a dance circle where everyone's going in the center, you don't have to feel pressure to go in the center. Mm-hmm. You can just watch. I'm going to tell you that my middle school and high school experience very different. I, Anytime there was a dance circle, they would then, they fucking, they, they get to the person that doesn't want to dance mm-hmm. and everyone starts chanting their that's name true. and they shove them. They literally yeah, take, they literally would take my body and shove me into the middle yeah. of the circle. Not a safe space. But did they <laughs> cheer for you? Yeah, and then you like do like your little like goofy jiggy, and, and then, then they all you, you got. It's and then, great. Yeah, they, they give a, a smattering of applause. Yeah, and then they move <laughs> on to the next kid. I'm saying it's preferred if you want to dance at a dance and not have the pressure of singling out a boy for a slow dance. Yeah, that is definitely. I mean, look, yeah. here's the deal. For me, everything gave me anxiety. Every yeah. I'm trying to be strong for Sandy Andy here, my namesake, but yeah. I, I feel your pain because. Every dance that I went to, basically until forever, I never had a dance that I felt comfortable at. I never was comfortable approaching people for dances. I was never comfortable dancing. Now that I'm in a relationship, I'm like, great, I can just fucking wiggle my body and no one cares. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's also important, tip number three, Mm. to inevitably find ways to incorporate opposite gender or people you might be attracted to into your friend group as friends. Like, Establish platonic relationships with people because this whole idea of like girls versus boys is just it it can carry into people's mentalities until they're like Mm -hmm. dead. And I think that's very damaging because they're always like you're a potential romantic interest. And I think once you especially mature out of that, you're just like, oh, wait, I have like millions of friends who I could technically be attracted to, but I'm not attracted to them at all. Mm-hmm. That's something that would be great if they could establish it young. It's harder for her because she's it's in harder. Girl I, school. But I, my best you can friend boys outside of school in kindergarten was a girl because she lived next door to me. So like Casey and I were friends. We were Casey not Smith. Casey Smith. Now Barbara, uh, shout out. But she like we weren't <laughs> we were like we were never romantic. We were always just friends. And like I think it was because we were friends platonically like for from so long from such a young age and then other like I just went to a school with boys and girls so I had tons of girl and boyfriends like it didn't it wasn't there wasn't romance now there were girls that had crushes on of course <laughs> of course it was some that I had crushes on but they didn't pan out <laughs> they didn't say we've they didn't spent so much time together that I know the name the full name <laughs> yeah. of your kindergarten uh, best friend yeah well she was also my best friend until like like through high school and then until I moved away and I'm still friends with her. She came to see our Legends of the Internet show. Casey Smith. Ooh. Yeah. Did I meet Casey Smith? <laughs> yeah. She had the daughters who were very shy. Oh, they were cute. Yeah, it was in that really nice downstairs where we all came out. We all had our own restroom and we all still walked around in our underwear anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we do. That's the one. That's what we do. It's did in you- the movie coming out. Oh. oh. I believe that scene is in the movie, but you don't see Casey. Did you guys ever have the three finger rule? Do you know what that means? This that, is, is that a sex thing? Mike? No, not at okay. all. Not a sex. You can fact, put three fingers in your mouth. You can get <laughs> any girl you want. Talking about <laughs> yeah, girls are really impressive. You can put your whole hand in your yeah. mouth. Yeah, oh, dude, they are though. I was, I definitely <laughs> put my whole hand in my. I can just, I can still do it. Are we, you talking about like distance away that you're supposed to be from? No, no, no. Of course, with? Ned. The three finger rule is when you press down on a steak when it's cooking, and if you're uh, three fingers, <laughs> right, uh, right. don't. 
Miles, take it away. <laughs> when you're filling up a glass of whiskey, one is three if fingers. you want to get a little drunk, two is if you oh, want to party, no, and three is if you want to forget true. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, three-finger rule was we were terrified of touching the girls when we'd be dancing with them. So we would only put three fingers on their oh. waist because we were like, I don't, like, I know that I'm supposed to dance. I'm a middle schooler. I'm supposed to dance with a girl. That's like what we do. <laughs> but but I'm terrified and I don't want to touch them because I like know that I should but it's weird and it freaks me out and so we would just do like three fingers like a like like a what alien has three fingers ET and we'd just be like three fingers touching their waist and then I think this is why a, is that this not, is not a nationwide no. rule I thought that that was a commonplace thing well you that, need the thumb needs to be closer to God so yeah, yeah. I would say up. if anything it was often you wanted to get closer together and like you know hold them more but the the chaperones yeah the prevent, teachers you know it not everyone had yeah. a chaperone as cool as a uh, counselor as keith, counselor keith no. it was very like just mm -hmm. go for it but our teachers <laughs> always said uh leave room for jesus yeah yes, that was always yeah. saying Corey, you needed like Corey, Amanda for Jesus. Leaf root from Jesus. Yeah, it was yeah. like you had to be able to fit a balloon in between. Uh -huh. That was uh, we had a more secular interpretation at Hebrew school dances. They would say part the Red Sea. Oh, part the yeah. Red Sea. That's, really? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's cute. That's <laughs> Eugene, Eugene and, and Ned, because you're both in the South. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm going to exclude you here. That's for a all right. I'll say I can go to the bathroom. We <laughs> so we had like prom and the homecoming dance, which were like the official dances. But in right. my school. Every single Friday night at the Happy Jay skating rink, which was just over the bridge. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is how you're talking this out. Uh, there was a dance, and this was not put on by the high school. It was just a dance, and it was just the only place that teenagers could go. And you would go at like 9 o'clock at night. You'd go to like 11. And it was two hours, and there weren't really chaperones. There were just the people who ran the ring. Are we talking 13 or 17? I'm talking both. Wow. 13 through 17. I mean, you could go. <laughs> only both. No yeah, one between. No, yeah, I mean, I mean oh. and all of the in-betweens, but... Because it was a skating rink, like there were parts of it that were really fairly well lit, and then parts of it that were <gasps> not well lit hey, that at all. Like, that sounds where the the funny business happens. Definitely, there was funny business. There were definitely people who were like also like seventeen year olds at a dimly lit skating. The rink. kids were working together, and what I mean was there would be the dark corners, and what other their friends would do was cluster groups of people in front of the dark corners so that people could go in the dark corner to make out and you kind of had a high school human shield oh, wow. of dancers so that the person whose perspective of like the owners who were watching the quote unquote chaperones could not see mm. beyond those people that's gay and Art. uh and but also, like did you guys have like a community dance <laughs> building no. <laughs> no we had we friday night lights were for us texas football so every friday night was a huge football game exactly the entire town went but to the football after game. no football we didn't game. have that because i think we were a developmented sub it was a developmental suburb so oh. like we didn't have like an well we had a lot of old stuff but it was all like old german stuff so that was kind of weird <laughs> like we had like our our wiener house it was a german settled town oh, okay so there was like a wiener house and like there's like one bar the adults went to but we were too young for it so most people went to other kids houses or they'd go um mudding I'm sorry, trucks. what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they did yeah. that at night? Yeah, because we were whoa, like whoa, suburb whoa, whoa. and then country. So I, some I, kids would be like, I'm a Yankee gonna... over here. <laughs> the, the fuck is mudding in the dark? I'm fucking... sorry. Better question. <laughs> what the fuck is mudding? <laughs> it's you just take a truck and then you go to like a real fucking wet field and you fucking just spin that truck around until it's covered in mud. Imagine yeah. doing donuts in a parking lot, but it's not paved. It's just that a pile mud. of mud. That? 
sounds incredible. You'd see trucks driving through town and the entire thing, except for like a little bit of the windshield that had been cleaned, was caked in mud. Like you couldn't see out of the side windows. You couldn't see out of the back windows. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking truck was brown. That would just destroy the fields, right? Like any grass that was oh, trying yeah. to grow just in wrecked. No, it's more just like, in, like a riverbed or something. Yeah, somewhere it was yeah. really muddy. You know. It's a riverbed. <laughs> it's, it's where the river isn't always full of water. So sometimes it's just like, it's like, it's not in the rainy season. So it's like kind of muddy but it's not that mm-hmm. we, had like a, we had like a ymca style building but we also like i think our town was probably bigger than yours yeah it we're, was. we were just outside of austin so yeah. we were still very country but we didn't we weren't small enough where we had to have a dedicated social area yeah you know what i mean skating yeah 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 we still had like clicks and we had to go to friends houses or there was a lot of like activities at the school mm. but there wasn't a happy J. our extra social or like outside of school dances were cotillions which was mm-hmm. like just oh, yeah. you had kids from a bunch of different schools that then there was like a schedule of you know you'd have like six or eight dances over the course of the year at various places but any old town. kid could go how old are you guys all talking so. i'm I like i'm very lost yeah how old are you this is middle school for middle school yeah okay. middle to high school and cotillion is like fancy man school That's right fancy. they also have like yeah they, a school. lot of the dances would be at like the country club yeah 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 i never been to no cotillion i don't think i had any real dances in middle school other than like i had dances at sleepaway camp when i was in what grade i'm like fourth and fifth fourth, grade fourth and six, i don't yeah. think we had middle school dances we would just get dropped off at applebee's get some slamming apps and go see a movie we didn't have a movie theater for, within an hour's drive oh my god so <laughs> that wasn't an option wow <laughs> oh no movies yeah, bro. I oh, lived no. in fucking nowhere. <laughs> I, I, I know I mentioned it a lot, but I literally lived in had fucking nowhere. We had Happy Jays. No, we, no, no. It was a roller skating oh. rink. Mm. That I, in the nineties, our biggest thing we had was a roller skating rink. The, yeah, that that was it. That was so, where every birthday party happened. We just called it Happy Jays. That's where my karate lessons were. That was like the only place that anything happened. Yeah. You still no karate. Hell yeah. I got all the way I got all the way to yellow belt. No which shit. is the second <laughs> of eight or so. No, I mean I it was a it was a very safe place to grow up, but in like, like we didn't lock our doors of our house because like the, if you, if somebody stole from you, you would know. <laughs> it would happen. <laughs> like, well that's mine, Daryl. Give it back. Uh, so it but there was nothing to do. There were many, many churches. Like there were probably fifteen churches for mm. a town of two thousand people. There was we we didn't get a McDonald's in the town until two thousand three. Two thousand people was the whole town. It was the whole town. It was the county seat. It was the big town. Whoa! So there were there were towns. There were like Pleasant Shade, which was a nearby town, had like I don't know three hundred fifty people. Defeated was a town. It had an elementary school, which name was Defeated Elementary. <laughs> so funny. It never got lost on me how funny that was. There was Red Boil and Springs. Oddly enough, they're state champs. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. Red Boil and Springs, uh, which I don't. I, I assume that it was just a babbling brook, and they called it Red Boiling Springs because there was clay. There were clay beds in some part of it, so they had like red water. But you really didn't have a good time in our outdoorsy video. 
Yeah, I, just because I grew up there didn't mean I liked <laughs> yeah. camping. I never liked camping. I'm allergic to like hay. He, he I was dreamed of slamming apps in movie theaters. <laughs> yeah. I was living his right, life. Dude, that would have been incredible. When, when I moved to Bolingbrook, Illinois, and I had a Chili's like within a like a mile and a half. Uh, and also, you had a TGI Fridays. You had like an everything, everything. I moved to like had suburbia that mall. had a mall, and I was like, "This is fucking nuts." <laughs> <laughs> there were three Starbucks across the street from one another in one intersection. I was like, "This is nuts." <laughs> I could do anything. I just realized that Eat the Menu is Keith's lost childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. his rosebud where this dying breath yeah. is just. TGI. Yeah, I mean, when we would go to Red Lobster, and I thought this is the greatest day of my life because it was in Nashville. Like you, we had we could only go to like a Red Lobster or a place like that if we were going to have a day at the mall. Now, my parents mm. also did not really love our tiny town with nothing to do, so every single weekend we drove an hour to an hour and a half to go somewhere else and mm. go to a mall, go shop, go eat, go see a movie. Etc. But all that had to be like planned. We had to like spend the whole day in Nashville. Mm -hmm. You were rarities in your town, where I imagine a lot of people in your town like they grew up there, their parents grew up there, their grandparents. Whereas your 100%. family came in from the northeast. Yeah, from mining. They, my parents were from New Jersey and New York. That's where they were both born. Then they had lived in Pennsylvania before we went right. to Carthage, and we moved there because my dad is a mining engineer. He was in Pennsylvania before that. Lots of mines there. Yep. Uh, Tennessee. Lots of mines there. Moved to Illinois. Lots of mines there. So mm -hmm. like that. That was sort of the reason we moved. Um, does and he now, still work? Huh? Does he still? No, he's retired, but he is now like does consulting for mines because my dad's like very, very, very smart. He's a uh, underground mining engineer, so he designs the mines underground to be safe, so that people won't die as they explode parts of the underground. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like wow. he and he was crazy. so and so he came to Illinois to do quarries. Are the big empty holes that blow dust everywhere because it's just how we get like all of the rock for sidewalks, for roads, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they all the cities hate it because it blows dust everywhere. So all quarries like from a mandate were like trying to go underground. But to do that, they have to be they're giant. They're like hundred ceiling mine, hundred foot ceiling mine. So like they're huge, but they're harder to do and figure out. And my dad was able to figure it out well enough for this for Vulcan Mining, which is like one of the largest mining corporations <laughs> there is. So he moved. We moved it like Boeingbrook. He just came. He, Right, right, yeah. He just came to like help that one mine go underground, and he was so good at it. Like within a year, he was in charge of the underground mine division of like Vulcan Materials, which is like one of the largest mining companies in the world. Sounds like something out of a sci-fi, but uh, it's a real company. It's a real company, uh, and he's <laughs> very, very good at it. And he goes to other places and tells them what they're doing wrong because he can like walk in and very quickly figure out what's wrong about this mine and why it's unsafe. And he's wow. like, you need to make this safer, and et cetera, et cetera. Does he ever get called in like? There's been an accident. We need Donald Habersberg. <laughs> no, because if there's been an accident, it's too late for what he could do. Oh. He's not, uh, He was on a mine rescue team, actually, when he was younger. So uh, cool. mining is the only company that has its own safety and health administration. And he was on a mine rescue team, which meant like if something did go wrong, he would go in and help pull people out. Would he get called at like four in the morning? It's like, honey, I got to go underground. You know, I don't know if he... <laughs> well, first of all, he woke up at four in the morning every day and went to the... Like he was at work at five oh, in the morning. Geez. Wow. Because in addition to being... a very 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 smart guy he actually also put his work shift to be from five to three so he could come home and still Aww. hang out with us oh, that's, that's adorable so, very hard-working guy very very smart nice dude well sandy andy we hope this helps with the school dance <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, he, I, the, the, my dad did not help me learn to dance and probably flirt with women. I'd say he was very shy in that regard. So yeah, I did not get very good dating advice from my dad. Um, but that wasn't what he was there for, you know. He was there to play frisbee with me. <laughs> we, he was he's good frisbee as well. Frisbee and building minds. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool specific. Yeah, and like he also like he would he basically uses similar to like other like. 3D printing software because he has like rendering software, but it's for making 3D models of mines. So it's like a different use of the same technology that some people in our field would use. What about your dads? <laughs> what about your dads? Let's talk about dads. Yeah, let's go around and everyone introduce your dad. Zach's got a rock star dad. <laughs> yeah, Zach's dad's Zach a rock star. Zach has the coolest title. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy Cornfeld, uh, Adam. He, I think they listen to the podcast. Hi, dad. They hey. like, well, t- anytime I talk about anything, um, like with my health or like last week we talked about depression. My mom texted me. He's like, hey, so I'm just checking in, seeing uh, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, you listen to the podcast? She's like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, my dad is a uh, a concert booking agent. So he works with bands and, and books and schedules their tours. He actually scheduled our tour, yeah. which was the coolest thing to be able to work. Like I knew what my dad did kind of, but then being able to be one of his bands, quote unquote, it was a really... A deeply meaningful experience last summer. I mean, the tour was so meaningful for so many reasons, but we got to spend the whole summer with my dad, basically. It, it, it was, was cool. fun yeah. to hang out with your dad. It, it was, was like, <laughs> we would just be hanging out with Zach's dad. All the just, time. It was great. It was yeah. really cool. But it was, I mean, such a cool childhood because I got to go to, I mean, my entire childhood is just concerts. That's all my memories was, like, my first vivid memory, I'm sure I've told this, was going to see Metallica, with they did a tour with the New York Philharmonic, so it's like heavy metal and orchestra. It was a really really cool tour, and he that gave, was awesome. It was I mean it's it's great. There are recordings of it you can go check out. You know those um those like giant headphones that you would give Wes uh, if things were loud like yeah like earmuffs. So he gives those to me backstage, and he's like, hey. Also, I got to go backstage all the time. Like, as a kid, like oh, you're dope. just seeing rock stars like in their dressing rooms and stuff. But he goes, don't take this off. No matter what you do, it is the loudest sound produced on earth. Do not take this off. And so we're standing next to the speakers. For the second he looks away, I take him off. And every sound that's ever been produced in human history just floods my tiny little skull. (laughs) And I felt so goddamn alive. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Jeez, that's so loud for a child. You were right next to the speaker? That's my memory of it. But I couldn't really hear your question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was, we did that actually sound test recently, and you actually had the best ears still. Weird. It was crazy to me. Yeah, it's, I, it feels wrong. Mine is the worst, but that makes sense because I did like eight years of being in bands where I sat in front of trumpet players who yeah. played super fucking It also loud. makes me think that age is a uh, big <laughs> yeah, bigger I factor think that's than also true, rock yeah. concerts. Yeah. Even just a few years can make a hell of a difference. My knee three years ago, way better than my knee now. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, so because of him doing what he did, I have like very funny memories from childhood and very cool ones. Like, right. Like I've seen Billy Joel probably over 25 times. Like I just have gone to so many concerts in my life. My, actually my first, first memory is falling asleep to Billy Joel and Elton John singing. Can you feel the, they did like a tour together. It was Elton John singing. Can you feel the love tonight? As I fell asleep. Um, (laughs) that's my first memory. Yeah. Were they Uh, in your room? No, no, no. Oh, you were just sleeping at the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a child. Getting late, your kid. But uh, there were a couple New Year's in a row where I saw very goofy concerts. And so the way that I rung in the millennium, you know, the year 2000, the biggest event of, you know, 
in the making. It was at a Michael Bolton charity concert. <laughs> so I was with a bunch of horny 50-year-old women dancing to Michael Bolton uh, and his cover of Sexual Healing. And it was just the wow. weirdest show that you could ever possibly be at. Michael Bolton, he's hilarious. Yeah, so that's, that's my daddy. Wow. Cool daddy. Cool daddy. Cool daddy. My daddy is an internist at a hospital. So that means he's a doctor. His specialty is internal medicine, which I didn't really know what it was. Yeah, at what does first. that mean? What it kind of is like an everything doctor. Mm-hmm. It's primarily you know your internal organs, but uh, they also have to know about a lot of different specialties because then they might need to know. Oh, okay, I need for this type of thing that's going on. I need to like loop in this specialist or this specialist. Uh, so it's kind of like the first person that sees you. And then you got to go backstage at the hospital a lot. I got to go backstage (laughs) at the hospital. (laughs) No, it is true. I did actually get to see some cool stuff. I remember one time he took me into like a surgery observation room. What? No. Like the ones where you're like on the ceiling, like in the, in the shows where you look, you look down. Yeah. Yeah. And they had like a, they had like a TV for the orthoscopic camera. Or the laparoscopic oh, camera. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I'm watching this surgery happen, like, on the TV, and you see the surgeons and all the assistants, like, working, like, there, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, the camera's literally in I mean, the, the camera guts. is inside. So I, I remember exactly what it was. It was a, uh, like, a stomach surgery where someone had such bad acid reflux that there's a surgical intervention where you can, like, take you know, the tube of someone's esophagus where it connects the stomach and like pinch Pinch off a little bit and then fold it over in on itself. So you're basically surgically making someone's uh, like esophagus to stomach connection tighter and smaller if, you know, drugs aren't working, if they're still getting really Mm -hmm. bad acid reflux. Super cool. And you could see like there was a little like cauterizing like scissor thing that was like and it was all like the surgeon's doing it with his hands but it's on these long poles yeah and with little tiny like you know tweezer type of things but then it's actually inside someone's body if you want to know visually what ned's talking about you can actually watch the video i did at buzzfeed where i had a hernia surgery don't give them the <laughs> well don't worry Sur- surgery videos can't be monetized on youtube go yeah. give them the go, go check so they out can't that make any money from my guts anymore video so. <laughs> with keith on buzzfeed but then come right back to youtube.com pr- yeah. slash try guys i mean well hey look our audience going over there sometimes helps the algorithm send them back over here so it's okay yeah <laughs> but it like it is crazy that how those work because like the little camera is nuts and it looks like these little alligator mouths doing little work they're tiny little hands uh but mine was done with a robot so it was even fucking weirder because he was actually basically playing a video game inside of my guts how cool is yeah. that that's yeah really cool that's really cool, cool. Yeah. miles also a hernia brother over there yeah what's up hernia Woo! bro i thought i was having a re-hernia uh-huh but re-hern- it turns a little re-hern <clears throat> a little re-hern but it turns out i've been sitting with my legs crossed and that's not good for you. Oh, I <laughs> do that a lot. Like this, like what I'm doing right now. So yeah, I what, mean, I think what? it's a little different because you're on a couch. But like I've been, you know, we've upped our podcast game, so I'm sitting at my desk a lot more, and I'm working from home and like not shooting stuff as much. So I'm sitting way more, and my legs are crossed. Wait, can you oh. show me what are you what are you talking all about? Right. <clears throat> so <laughs> my legs are crossed like this. What's wrong with that? I do that all the time. So the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. Do you ever have back problems, Zach? Well, chronically, Miles. Uh huh. Sure. A- <laughs> I, yeah, of course. Right. But uh, what it does is it throws your hips out of alignment. So when your legs are crossed, your hips are tilted. And if you stay like that for a long time, your hip flexors shorten. And so uh, not only will you have back problems, but uh, sometimes I have pain in the front, like in my abdomen and stuff. And I thought that was hernia pain. 
but it's not. It's because my hips are tilted and it's putting tension on mm-hmm. my abdomen. On your scar what? tissue. And the doctor said, no go, go to physical therapy. Keith, let me know if I got a hernia. Because okay. I've been wondering, <laughs> like, I feel like I did a bit too many sit-ups in a sit-up challenge. Or perhaps the squat video. Or perhaps the squat video. <laughs> so You've been hurting ever since then. No, but yes, it, I kind of like hurt myself after that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't directly connected, but I have I yeah. basically had to kind of keep the foot off the gas for yeah. about a month or so. It's like it's like right here, like almost next to my dick. Dude, oh. that is prime hernia location. Oh, no, sure. I thought I had strained my groin at one point. And how long has the pain been happening, Ned? Like a month. Okay. So yeah. it probably it could be, but it also hernias are not like fatal like you can live your whole life with a hernia and never get it repaired and eventually the pain can subside as long as it doesn't get any bigger oh no the problem is if it starts to get bigger uh what a hernia technically is is basically your intestines getting through your muscle wall and the danger of it can be that a part of your intestine could get so far through that it can't go back in that the muscle wall can then pinch it Uh and then that part of your intestine can die and (sighs) then it can be dangerous oh no but that's i just i am like i was trying to wait for eugene's daddy to go pee but i can't i'm gonna die so i'm gonna do my next segment called zach goes to pee while you guys talk about hernias i'll be right back Yeah, I like was playing soccer in the backyard. Uh I reached my foot out to like I was juggling. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just like I thought I had reached it too far without stretching. You know, I wasn't, I was just playing with Wes. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like an athletic session. Yeah. Uh, Does when uh, it hurts, on the times that it hurts, is there any nausea associated with the pain? Okay. So that's a good sign. Because when it hurts and there's nausea, that's like, that means it's definitely a hernia. Uh, And it's just because like, it's your guts, right? Your guts are getting pinched, so it kind you of feels like... You could have pulled a muscle, dude. Like a really you could have just, muscle. like, really strained a like muscle. Like, pulled a crotch muscle? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Can, and, and, like, you That's can, not my groin, but just, like, my my upper dick muscle. Yeah. I mean... Your dick's still, huge, right? Yeah. There's muscles... Oh, so, yeah. It could be your dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's muscles all around, right? Like, the, there's all there's muscles everywhere. That's just yeah. how your body is. But I'd say... But it, I'm a little concerned it hasn't healed yet. I've tried this... I mean, I have been going jogging a lot because mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to aggravate it as much as, like sit-ups mm-hmm. you, do you do squats yeah don't do squats anymore oh if you're worried you have a hernia squats are like the worst thing for a hernia yeah, but i like doing up. squats I well there you go so that but that also yeah, like maybe that's it i've been doing a lot of squats yeah that you should probably go to the doctor just to check or call your dad yeah I, that's so that's <laughs> a segue is anytime i was hurt uh growing up and to some extent as an adult but you know i feel like i'm an adult now i don't but you know, uh, I would I would like ask my dad, and yeah. he would let me know like, oh, you just do this, or like, oh, like we should go see someone. Or if I was really hurt, he would call ahead to the hospital and be like, my son is coming. <laughs> Prepare the room. Prepare, Prepare yourself. The finest. No, but he would like he would check to see who was on call oh, yeah. because it was just his coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of cool. I had a hernia too. You, you did? You did? Oh, I, didn't I think I remember you saying that. I had that. it when I was, was you when you were a child. Two years old, and I had to get surgery when I was seven. That's oh, oh, wow. I had it for five years. Mm. So, that so was when the- as a child, I thought every time I like went to the restroom or strained, this entire side of my abdomen ballooned out three times as large. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty Whoa. intense. And at one, one point, it was almost going to die. Yeah. Part of yeah. it. Yeah. So, so I had to get surgery. Wow. And the reason I got it was as a two-year-old, I was already lifting smaller children constantly. Because oh, I was surrounded by other kids in the neighborhood who were smaller than me. And I was just like very into like lifting big stuff. And that's why you now hate kids. <laughs> Maybe. That's your Cause origin story. Hernia. They hurt you and you go, I don't trust those babies. They're going to give me a hernia. 
Yeah, heavy babies. Tell me yeah. about the little the little bubble. Was it like a squishy, like a fun squishy? Kind of squishy, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Okay, better than like a hard bubble. Mm. No one likes no, it. I don't think I have a bubble. I, also, the six-pack video starts out with me joking, do I has hernia? And that was a joke. I didn't think that I had a hernia. But now, six <laughs> months later. If you don't have a bubble, your mm -hmm. hernia is not even worth being worried about. But it, he said but, it hurts him when he goes pee-pee. But. I no, would no, say I that if you're worried, you have a hernia. <laughs> no, maybe. not at. Uh, <laughs> it, no, no. it hurts next year. No, 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 no. That well, yes, next maybe. year. Oh, maybe. I but it hurts when I'm like doing squats or sit-ups. Yeah, lay off the squats. Okay. That's definitely going to exacerbate it. Damn. Just, just lay off the squats for a little bit. Well, what See, would you rather have? An unruptured hernia or a, a booty? A bad booty. I want to have a, a rockin' bod. Okay, well, then you got to rupture that booty. hernia, bro. <laughs> Ned, you just got to go to the doctor. He's yeah. going to put his finger in your ball sack <laughs> okay. and see if you have a hernia. That's Wait, what it is. No, that you're is. kidding me. I had it done yeah. very recently. That's what they do? Yeah. Kind of. It what depends on where the hernia about? is. Well, when no, you say that's how they test for hernia. You, you say a finger in your ball sack. They what put your finger up your ball sack and into your like your lower abdomen. Guys, so many things. I'm connecting so many fucking dots right now. That's why you were able to tuck when we were doing drag because you got no, hernia surgery. No, so you got no, 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 nothing's no, not no, at all. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's because I'm a badass. Because he's tough. Because he's tough. Oh, he sucked the intestines in to make space for the nuts. Yeah, not that's a chance. All no. drag queens, successful drag queens, <laughs> have actually had have had hernias, and that's how they do it. It's very common for taller men to get hernias. Yeah, there's so. Mine no, was actually so a tall. like it was not a hernia from overexerting myself. It was a hernia because I was a giant and I always had a hernia <laughs> and it was just a matter of time for when it was going to develop into a problem. I'm so safe. I'm never going to have a hernia. Did you have less likely to have a hernia? But you cross your legs a lot. Miles said that was bad. Fuck, I keep crossing my yeah. legs. Yeah. And by the way, I am <laughs> a doctor. Happening? It's not, it's just, just oh <laughs> God, your clamp is falling. My mic is, <laughs> your clamp is falling off. He's got a hernia. This is that the, the table is broken. Yeah. This table's seen. This table sucks. We need a new office. I'm ready for it. <laughs> if anybody out there has a hernia, don't be embarrassed. Yeah. It's, it's it's a thing you need to take care of. It can Don't be embarrassed. It can be a fucking <laughs> problem. You your intestines can die. Mm -hmm. And also when you, if you think you have a hernia, don't go get a scan where you lay down uh to find it. Mm -hmm. Like because when you lay down, your hernia is not a you can't see it because there's no pressure uh forcing things to bulge out because if you're laying on your back, everything's laying flat. When you're standing up, mm -hmm. the hernia is much more obvious and apparent. So if you're not sure what it is, but you think it's a hernia, just go to a hernia doctor. Don't go. Don't go to your normal doctor because mm. he's going to recommend you go get like a fucking ultrasound or something like that. It's going to show nothing and it's going to cost you money. That's what I did. <gasps> I went and got a like several scans because they didn't know what it was because I was not going to a hernia specialist and I had to self-diagnose myself with a hernia. Oh my god! And then go mm. to a doctor who's like, yeah, it's clear you have a pretty advanced hernia. You, if does it hurt? I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, then you should surgically repair it. I'm like, well, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd gone so long in my life without a surgery, mm. and then I had to have a pretty. I kind pretty of feel like one. since now I have like about two months before the baby comes, if that. It's like I gotta like take care of my life now. <sighs> yeah, I'm about to go back into the trenches again. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna be 18 years. It's gonna so be Merry Christmas that. to me. <laughs> yeah, you could go. I think you could. 18 go. years. Yeah. Just get a consultation and see if you have a hernia. Just because I have do, heard the word hernia so many times, <laughs> I'm hernia. gonna scream hernia hysteria. No more here, hernia. Eugene, I want to know about your dad. Hernia sound kind of Granger. like a, a British character. Yeah, hernia, hernia, hernia. Is the poster ready? <laughs> Eugene, who's your daddy? Helena your daddy? and hernia. 
Um, Who's my dad's your daddy? cool. Who's your daddy? He, he is cool. He's a cool guy. You've seen him in videos. He loves golf. He loves golf. He loves was. Salmon. I'm <laughs> explain salmon and golf. What he does. He's a doctor, but he he worked. He worked. He's retired. He worked at a like a psychiatric ward. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned this a psychiatric mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he studied to be an anesthesiologist. It's a very long story. It's a very dark story. Your, um, your dad's remarkable now, though, for his his habits. Like his yeah, his habits are crazy, but his work was crazier. Like oh, okay, his, then go. His work was uh, I didn't know what he did a lot, and then when I went to his work, I was just like these these people might be sick because I thought it was a regular hospital. So uh-huh. when I went to a, a real a real hospital for right. the first time, quote unquote, I didn't understand what was happening. But yeah, he was he was dirt poor, grime in Korea. He was so poor, and he had like you know. A lot of death in his family and so i think his goal was to be a doctor to get out of the country and so he did that and somehow ended up in fucking texas man he had a really <laughs> miserable life um but texas yeah it's a very odd place to end up yeah it was i think he I there's think. there's a long story yeah. there but there's some big city stuff that he was going to do but then it ended up in a right. small town yeah, uh, didn't you say he spent time in new york yeah he did it for like a year before but cool. that's before he landed a job hell that's when he was that's a bachelor cool, though yeah, that's when that's he cool. that's when he was like, I'm just gonna fuck around seventies New York. Dude, live it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your dad fucked. I think he did. He seemed like he seemed like the type. He was a he was a good looking man. He's <laughs> handsome. He's always wearing suits. Handsome Aww. dude. Yeah. But uh yeah, now he's crazy. He like wakes up every day to golf because he's retired. So he golfs and he's in his seventies. So every he, day. Every day. <laughs> it's every slow. single the day. Same course? Uh different courses in Austin. Has but he, he has gotten really good? He's he's incredible. Nice yeah, <laughs> he plays with his like Korean crew. They golf until he goes at like five a.m. every day. Golf's until about noon or one p.m. Then goes to the gym. Then does yoga and then <laughs> watches golf on the TV while he eats salmon and rice every day. Wow, he wow. has like an eight pack. Just working his craft. Yeah, he does yoga, gym, golf. He's just really obsessed with like routine and health. Yeah, I think, mm. is he the oldest tri-daddy and definitely the most fit? <laughs> he's probably the oldest, yeah. He had yeah. us when he was older, but uh, yeah, he's he's incredible. He's a he's a great guy. He's certainly become kind of a hippy-dippy because his, uh, my stepmom is very much sort of like an ex-hippie, sort of like an ex-flower mm. child. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's very, uh, she's very um, progressive. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, uh, when I met your dad, I think you mentioned, just to like give us something to talk about, you mentioned that I do yoga a lot, and your dad, like, I could just tell, he was like, there was a glimmer in his eye, and he was proud of me, and I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Jay, like, Jay's oh, got me. You do yoga? He was like, oh, one of mine. Mm. <laughs> Namaste. You like salmon? I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, All Yeah, right, but you know what? Bringing it back full circle to top of pod, we got my dad. To vote for Biden. Wow! Yeah, yeah queen. in Texas, go off a swing state, a, a lifelong wow. Republican, right? A lifelong Texan Republican. Yeah, mm. he is going to vote for Biden. It's amazing. After yeah. years of screaming at my dad, he's a great guy. He he certainly has stayed in his ways. There's a lot of listeners who probably have conservative parents, but uh, he's not really socially conservative because obviously he popped me out. Right. But um. <laughs> You know, he popped you right out. Popped me right out. You know, <laughs> it's really hard. He popped me right out of his hernia. Yeah, yeah. That's how boys are born. That's true. Yeah, hernias. It is a big enough very, hole for very a baby Zeus to Greek mythology. But yeah, uh, interesting conversations. But he, he, we, we got him to that to the point where he was like, you know what, I don't, I don't want to support Trump. So I was like, good. 
it's very common with us with first generation uh, immigrants to you know they came to this country to earn their own money and so a lot of more uh socially progressive no not socially fiscally um, conservative yeah, yeah. well they, yeah to become yeah. fiscally conservative because they're like i worked for my money i don't want to give it away yeah. Mag- maggie's dad was the same way where he was lifelong republican we we chatted about but there's quite a few cultures like in asia latin america um that our parents and grandparents generations were uh fleeing from wars right and the enemy in their eyes were communists or socialists right. and yeah. so yeah. this idea that is now being looped incorrectly with a lot of progressive movements mm-hmm. is scary to a lot of uh immigrant parents and understandably and it's uh, understandable yeah. like the, it's very big in like the cuban american community mm. very big in the vietnamese community like it's it's a it's a real big thing that you have to kind of like take a step back and be like oh you you ran from a regime and now this thing is just being like displaced mentally but i think that uh yeah, once you're in this country long enough, though, and I think your kids can help inform you. My, uh, I think my dad's, my dad's on board. We did 20 minutes on hernia. We could have been talking about communism this whole time. I would have. Oh, one wants <laughs> to talk oh, about no, communism. No, 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 no. <laughs> All uh, those what, definitions are mixed uh, up. There. I want to one more thing about our dads. Uh, <laughs> they were say one more thing about hernia. No, no, about our dads <laughs> is that. Like my dad was also a Republican for a long part of his life. I think he still is Republican, but he's been voting Democrat because he, the Republican Party doesn't really reflect traditional Republican values anymore. Uh, but what's been very cool to see is to see my parents fight right wing trolls on Facebook. It's because that feels like something that our generation really spearheaded for a while. And to see huh. my dad, who is very, very non-confrontational, very like everyone can get along in this world it should be easy for that to be like when people are right like writing horrible things he's like this is simply not true and he like will list it out in a very like dad way of why it's problematic and like it's very (laughs) cool to see my parents and as any parents fighting the same fight that we're fighting like on twitter but they're fighting it on facebook it's just very cool which by the way we're in the wrong place twitter's an echo chamber if you really want to yeah. dive into the muck you got to get to the source i mean it's i go facebook. on facebook to fight, <laughs> to, 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 i fight against i'm popping into carthage people's facebook accounts so much i'm getting blocked by people in carthage left it. and right wow. it has been really fun they're wrong and that's too bad for them. <laughs> I'm like over here on my Instagram trying to, you know, sway the 5% of my followers who disagree with me. But Facebook? Dude, Facebook is That's crazy. where it's just that's going down. wild west. Facebook is a dangerous place. Goddamn, <laughs> oh. we, we started with Sandy Andy's beautiful question about child dances yeah. and then got to hometowns and dads. And what's funny is that now that I think about it, like my hometown in Texas was like Carthage when I was born. Mm-hmm. It was like a small town. There's nobody there. And through my life growing up there, it kind of became more like, I guess, a Jacksonville it got like there was a highway that cut through it there was a McDonald's you were uh, there. people of color started moving in like and that is the what is happening to places like Texas like at large that's why Texas might swing blue might swing blue it already is technically blue and I would argue that tooth and nail yeah it but is, it is but, uh, yeah. and don't look up the words there. Texas if you're out there vote down but ballot. I think it's it's really interesting because like that is the cultural shift that's happening by 2050 uh Hispanic and Latino uh population people of that descent are going to over essentially be larger than the white American population. Like this is something that's happening. It's the shifting face of America. Mm -hmm. And so we just might be sitting as witnesses to the, uh, the, the real beginning of that shift, which involves a lot of friction from the far right movement. And I think that is really, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's wonderful to see that people like our dads, you know, who are just good Mm -hmm. people at heart Mm -hmm. can pull some things like politics side and say, you know what? I'm just going to vote 
for what I think is right. If dads yeah. can change, then maybe we all can change. Yeah. So Sandy, Andy, when you're at your dance this weekend, <laughs> I want you to just be <laughs> wriggling that body and go, isn't don't, it crazy that Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> took uh, half a decade to remove Holocaust denial from his platform? Also, I watched The Social <laughs> Network again this weekend, and that movie still slaps. What a pathetic man Mark Zuckerberg yeah. is. Fuck him to hell. Uh, <laughs> and that brings us to our next and favorite segment. <laughs> When you need <laughs> advice about dancing to come to us, but when you need advice about everything else, well, there's only one man you can turn to, and that man has advice that'll go for miles. This is advice that'll go for miles with your host, Miles Bonsignore. Bon this better be it's a new song. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg! Whoa. Oh, yes. Oh, I like that. Thank you to Chloe Banco for the theme song. Thank you, Chloe. Excellent. Have you ever wanted to eat an ice cream milkshake, but you're too fucking afraid? (laughs) All the time. First of all, you drink milkshake. I was on such a high (laughs) from Chloe's song, and you brought me crashing back down to earth. What's next? I'm in. (laughs) What's the next sentence that can't have anything to do with the first sentence? (laughs) Milk is yucky. Ew. All right, now I'm back out. O-O-T-D? More like O-A-T-D. <laughs> yeah. What? Oat milk, baby. Bring it, Miles. Oated. <laughs> Ned just got oated. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they do oat me with my coffee order, and I'm just like, fuck! No, oat milk is good. Drink a milkshake with oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, oatmeal, oatmeal milkshake. I'm on board. Breakfast milkshake. <laughs> With oat milk. Hell yeah. In the tub is uh, all. Oh. Oh, back to this. <laughs> oh, it's uh, tub <laughs> it's life. Wait, wait, wait. Does it have there. to be in the tub? <laughs> yeah. Everybody in the tub getting oh oat milk. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everybody I'm, in the tub getting crispy. Dude, I'm right, vibing So, so I'm a, I'm an oat milk like. I don't really, I, I don't favor it. It's not my preferred wrong. milk of choice. You're wrong. All right. Well, before you give attack me personally, <laughs> this is the I debate. would like to hear uh, some arguments for why I should uh, reconsider oat milk. You can drink five glasses <clears throat> and not even skip a second. Milk mm-hmm. is too fatty for me. But if I have oat milk, I can have like a glass and I don't feel like, you know, you know, that little glottal. But what if I don't feel that way? Well, like I I drink milk and I go, mmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's fine, Ned. And I understand Mm. that. I mean, I drink oat milk and I go, ugh. Now, I'm not a strict. Ned, you also like, you drink like just glasses of milk still? Sometimes. Not still. If I I could, if I could, I would. But mm-hmm. if there's extra milk in Wes's cereal bowl, I'm just like, oh, slurm. Sh- cereal oh, milk yum. is top shelf milk. But mm-hmm. that sugar milk, that's a different thing, baby. I know, but it's top What'd shelf. What you talk about a different thing? Well, it's, it's I, I sugar drink, milk. It's mostly milk, and I drink it plain, too. Does Wes drink whole milk? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's good for baby. Okay. Drink, we drank milk as a kid like yeah. crazy. I did too. That's why oh, I'm a so giant. Milk. I fully I got believe milk. that's why. That was with but milk I'm open to, then. you know, new experiences. Okay. Oat milk. So Let's fucking hit them off. We're going to volley back and forth here. One, I genuinely believe it's the most delicious tasting of the milks. 
Okay. Tastes kind of like milk. <laughs> yeah, that's more accurate. Well, <laughs> it's well, it's, it's, I think it's the tastier. It's tastier than almond milk. Tastier than soy. Of the tastier. Okay. Yeah. It's it the best supreme. one. Well, that's, also, that's, that's actual. That's that's the first actual point that you uh, scored. Environmental <laughs> impact. Yeah. It, it, mm -hmm. You know, an almond almond is very actually quite bad for agriculture. Mm -hmm. It requires a lot of water, especially when right. it's grown here in California. Cows disastrous for the earth. They yeah. are one of the biggest mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, contributors. Some of the most racist of animals. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Go off, King. Yeah, okay. uh, that's, right. I think, my two points. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'll say this. Picture my naked body no, doing it in no, the tub. Oh, so this backwards. is a tub essential. Beam me up, Daddy, because I'm putting a bath bomb in and drinking an oat milk milkshake poolside. But he, it's a tub. What's what's your recipe for the okay, oat milk milkshake? Beside the tub, you're pull, in the tub. Full fat, not full side. <laughs> tub side, baby. Full, here's what I'm using: full fat Ben and Jerry's regular vanilla ice cream. You also have real milk. <laughs> That's why it tastes so good. Yeah, and then I use I use oat milk. It's really not okay. I'm on. I mean, it's mostly mostly ice cream. It sounds like <laughs> like that sounds great. It's definitely going to be very mostly rich. ice cream yeah. with a little bit of flavor oat milk. There's I'm fine But, Ned, you got to add the bathtub, my man. <laughs> <laughs> if you steam yourself Sounds up nice. like a little dumpling. A little hot, a little yeah. sweet, a little and, cold. And I do usually a regular vanilla ice cream, oat milk, half a banana, and then pick your poison, brother, peanut butter, mm. or sometimes chocolate chips in there. Yum. I've only done this twice. <laughs> and um, it's been the last two days I did it. Of course, that's I, typically how the advice typically works. Typically how it goes. Y'all know me. Still same old G, <sighs> but a bit low key. Wow. I did this thing last night. You guys should hear about it. But here's my thing. When you're in the tub and your body is hot, uh -huh. you want your insides to be cold, right? Right. <sighs> Why don't you just go outside, Miles? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> drink, drink the milkshake outside in the sun no but then you're not getting the 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 benefits of the bath yeah. I, I want it one detail you said is you use bath bombs mm -hmm. i have only used bath bombs twice and both times at the end of the bath i felt disgusting <laughs> your body right. felt horrible yeah so horrible i had to take a long shower to clean myself appropriately you just covered in it. a film yeah of it? it's disgusting and yeah. one of them had like glitter in it it was when we were at vidcon <laughs> australia and they gave us some sort of thing and then my body was glittery and oily <laughs> nightmare. and i was naked and i felt awful <laughs> yeah you don't the bath bombs are to be used sparingly and if you want to be oily after then i suggest using a bath bomb but if you don't want to be oily you probably don't just use epsom salt epsom salt epsom magnesium flake if you're a real fancy bitch oh shit Shit, I haven't even heard that. Go yeah. off, King. <laughs> <laughs> More bath tips. I think you should have like a, a just bath a podcast, Miles. I would love bath it. thoughts. I could do it from the tub. Just call bath bombs. Live <laughs> bath bombs. And you're dropping hella information in the bath. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Oh, oh, miles. Go it, it's off. weird to me that we talk about baths so much, but I do genuinely. It is very weird. As yeah. of late, like <laughs> I, I, I rely, <laughs> I rely on soaks for my my chronic pain. Like I, I really do like them and. And I have been, you know, we've been working on this documentary. So I've been talking to our editor, yeah. Devlin, a lot. Yeah. And I've been like, hey, I just want to admit, like, I hope this isn't weird. Like, I'm in the bath. So if you don't <laughs> want to talk to me right now, he's like, oh, 
you know that like 80% of the time I talk to you, I'm in the bath and I've just never told you. Wait, wait, oh, what? This weird thing oh, that Devlin and I have in common. He's, he's a bather for life. I do life. not understand Whoa. large men who take baths. As a large man, there's he's, no bathtub that's ever fit my body. I yeah. don't understand how you or I Devlin, know. both large men, can or, fit. Or me, two, equally large compared or, to the or, you know, Zach, world the population. Of us all. Keith, I've said this before, I mean, but you got to stop up the stopper really big. And then also you got to cross your legs like Chris. Which you said you shouldn't do. Well, in the tub, I'll make an exception, honey. (laughs) 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 That's gotta be all the time we have left. Nothing (laughs) is gonna happen that's funnier than that. Wow. So check us out. Uh subscribe here. Subscribe to Tribot. Check out Baby Staff's Nets Parenting Podcast. It's a romp. We interviewed Rachel this week, got the download on the mother of twins. That must be Mm -hmm. wild. Uh also (laughs) also check out you can sit with us the Triwives podcast it's more popular than ours but we still advertise it here anyway why didn't I do this podcast <laughs> this on Keith? cute this is that's nice, nice. Like, you guys are cozy you know, like a little couch bath do the subscribe I have an idea for next week's podcast mm-hmm. what do you got what do you got seems like people have some controversial takes in this group that are Ooh. that are uh, head to head we should have a, have a debate Ooh, debate pod. Debate that'll be fun. I want to hear more Tune in next this. week when somehow my facial hair hasn't grown an inch at all. <laughs> looks exactly the same, even though seven days have passed. That's the tripod for you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what to do next. Keep it up with you. Oh, my God, guys. Splish splash, I was taking a blush. All about a Thursday day. (laughs) Eating ice cream all the time with a little bit of oat milk. Oh, my mic broke again. It's the T-R-Y and a P-O-D. A tripod makes you filled with glee. I'm going to splish splash. I jump back in the bosh. Well, how was that? I know there was a tripod going on. It was a tripod and a tripod. Tripod and a tripod. Tripod and a Until next time, stay beautiful. Miles, your dad's a teacher, right? (laughs) Yeah, he went to Mongolia to ride horses with the reindeer people once. Whoa, that's way more interesting than (laughs) everything we said.